Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. I'm back at it again, man. You know, we are talking today. We are talking, and let me tell you something. We have a lot to discuss. The New York Jets have a game coming up. It's going to be our season opener, and we're going to be playing against these Ravens. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be playing against these guys. It's real time now. It's time for us to really get shaken, really get popping, and see what's going on around here. So, listen, before I go ahead and go off, because I can go all day about the Jets, Let's go ahead and get into it. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Now, your boy is on iTunes, okay? Go to iTunes, search The Long Beach Joe Show, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Hit that subscription button, okay? Hit that subscribe button, all right? And uh, give your boy uh, some feedback, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me know how you feel about what I'm doing over here in my show, all right? And I want to thank everybody that does that, all right? Your boy is also on uh, Twitter as well, YoungJ000, YoungJ000 on Twitter, also at the Long Beach Joe at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter as well as the show's page. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. Let's go back and forth. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. And listen, you want to catch the shows live, okay? You want to catch them live and see what's going on with your boy, then uh, guess what you can do? Come on over to Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, and uh, hit that subscription button and hit that thumbs up button as well. And again, when you hit that subscription button, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, okay? So... I love doing that. I love when you folks do that. Also, share the show as well. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. You want to know why I call my chat the savage? Savages? Because they're savage. Straight savage. Anybody, anybody can get it, and nobody's safe. Okay? Not even me. You come up here with a bad take about the New York Jets, they're going to let you have it. All right? They're going to let you have it. So, as we get into the show... All right. We got a lot of things moving and shaking right now. Again, the Jets have a game coming up against the Ravens. We're going to be discussing that. We're going to be discussing some of the things the New York Jets have done, extensions or, or, excuse me, restructures that the New York Jets have done with deals. We also got guys, you know, that we signed to the practice squad too since the last show. But before we get into that, let me tell you, there's a lot of brilliant football minds that go on about the New York Jets. We got some really good writers. And so tonight is going to be a special treat, a very special treat. We're going to have Antoine Staley come on. Now, again, Antoine Staley is a Jets reporter and columnist for the New York Daily News. This is a guy that knows football, okay, in and out. So we're going to have him come on, and we're going to be discussing with him this upcoming game that the Jets have against the Ravens and some of his thoughts on this football team. Antoine, I want to welcome you to the show. How are you feeling tonight? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And so the first question I want to start off with you, uh, Antoine, because you're, su- you're a guy that completely understands what's going on around here. What are your thoughts on the job Joe Douglas and Robert Sella 
have done kind of changing the direction of this franchise? Well, it was not a good um, job to begin with uh, when Robert Sala took over. And, you know, I thought it was a – I mean, they ended up hiring Adam Gase and then they ended up hiring Joe Douglas after that, which I thought was didn't make a lot of sense. But at least now you have the general manager and the head coach kind of on the same page. And I think you're starting to see, especially this particular draft, what they're trying to do and the plan they're trying to implement. It's just going to take some time, I believe you know, for all to come together. But, you know, I like the draft that they had. I like the free agents signings that they made. And, you know, I think, you know, it's all going to come together eventually for the franchise. That's exactly what I'm thinking there as well. When you look at how we've kind of transformed, this was a place that really was not a destination at first for free agents whatsoever. And you have a lot of guys coming in now saying, hey, we want to be a part of what the New York Jets are doing because of Sulla and Joe Douglas. Now, the Jets are dealing with the situation right now at their quarterback position. Of course, we're hoping to get Zach Wilson back at some point. There's going to be discussion about, about that coming Wednesday. Again, he did his workout. He's coming off that bone bruise, meniscus tear. He's had that arthroscopic surgery, I believe it was uh, August 16th. Now, when we do hope to get him back, what are your expectations for him as this season you know, continues on? What are your expectations for him when he returns? Well, I don't want to put a number on it, but I just expect him to continue to grow and, you know, maturate. And from what he did last year, I thought last year he tried to force a lot of passes and the coverage and, you know, did too much, felt like he had to win the game, like kind of like what he did at BYU. And you don't necessarily need need him to do that um, at this level. You have playmakers, you have skill position players that can also help you out as well. So, yeah, I just, just I expect him just to, you know, be a little, take a little bit better care with the football um obviously the preseason game that he did play at he threw a really bad interception but you know you hope that he can you know get past some of those you know missteps that he had last year yeah that's what we're hoping again down the stretch he was a guy that played a bit better especially when he came back from that pcl injury that he had um no interceptions the last five games really started to see things kind of smooth out for him now if zach does you know, not play, let's say, the first week or maybe even the second week, and we have to go to Joe Flacco, what are we supposed to – what do you expect from Joe Flacco, you know, if he must play before Zach returns? Are you expecting kind of a solid veteran hand, or what do you expect him to kind of do out there? I mean, you know what you're going to get from Joe Flacco. I mean, he's not a mobile guy. He's going to survey somebody that sits back in the pocket and, you know, just try to deliver passes, intermediate passes there. So, and you hope he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Although, you know, in the preseason game that he did play in, you know, he made a crucial mistake against the Giants. Uh, But, yeah, you expect something to just kind of, you know, just dink and dunk a little bit and, you know, not um, force a lot of balls in there in the coverage. And I think that's – you know, the Jets feel like that if they need to go to Joe Flacco for game one, at least they feel like they can they can win the game with him in there. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's where and I and I'm I'm glad that Joe Douglas um made sure that we brought some veteran guys in here. Again, we're we're talking about Joe Flacco right now, but Mike White is also another veteran guy who was well up and down in the preseason, but we've seen him perform well when the lights are on against, you know, big teams. So I'm excited that the New York Jets covered that backup quarterback position because, again, we've seen around this league that, you know, backup quarterbacks matter, especially when guys go down, like our starters went down. You know, they can keep you afloat. They can make sure your team doesn't fall off of a cliff uh, offensively when you actually end up losing 
your, your starting quarterback. Again, we're speaking with Antoine V. Staley, Jets reporter and columnist for the New York Daily News. Now, Antoine, do you think the Jets' offensive line will be able to dominate in the trenches with Becton being lost for the season? Oh, I think they're better offensive line than, you know, either Becton that played because, I mean, no disrespect to, you know, Makai, but, you know, getting a guy like, you know, Dwayne Brown um, at the left side, I definitely, despite him being older, and you still have George Fan, even though I know you, he's moving to the right side of position he didn't necessarily want to play, and then you have Lincoln Thomas in there to go along, you know, with the other guys that they have. I definitely think, you know, I, I think they have a much better offensive line than what they did a year ago. So I don't know if I would say dominate, but I feel like this is in a much better place than what it was a year ago, especially when you have a veteran president like a Dwayne Brown come over, somebody that you know, still playing at a relatively high level. Hmm. Yeah. And when you look at this offensive line, what are your thoughts about a guy like Elijah Vera Tucker? Do you feel like he is a guy that can really step uh, step up and step forward and become maybe a top guard in this league? A lot of people already refer to him that way. How do you feel about him? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think um, I think he's starting to see a little bit of signs of that, you know, from him and, you know, having, you know, guys like, you know, Thomason, who's been a veteran in this league, I definitely think could help him. And also, of course, you still have, you know, George Fan, who will be over there on the right side with him. And, of course, Dwayne Brown, who's played in this league and, you know, played at a high level. So, yeah, I definitely think, you know, he's played some good football over the course of the um, the time he's been with the Jets, and you know, I expect him to continue to get better. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when we talk about this offensive line and the offense kind of taking a step forward, I think a big part of that is the running game definitely stepping up too. Do you think we'll see the Jets' running game have more success with Michael Carter and Brees Hall in that backfield? Yeah, I think naturally, yeah. I mean, I don't think the running game was very, you know, was great last year, but now you add a guy – Brees Hall, who I thought was the best running back in the draft. You know, you team him up with Michael Carter. I definitely think that's going to be a huge, you know, compliment for Zach Wilson uh, as well. Feeling like he, again, doesn't feel like he has to do it all by himself. He can have a running game where he can kind of rely on those two guys to get him yards, especially in early downs. So he doesn't feel like he has, he's in a whole lot of third and long situations. So yeah, I think the running game would be really key to, you know, Zach Wilson and the Jets' offensive success this year yeah and I think that was a big like you said as well it definitely wasn't a something that people could hang their hats on uh last season because uh we struggled we definitely struggled at time I think we only had 100 yard rusher the entire year and it was Carter against Jacksonville Uh, Michael Carter you know played as well as he could but I think a big part of that also was our offensive line not opening up holes but with the improved line I think we'll definitely see the reemergence and recommitment to the New York Jets running the football, especially, again, with us running the Shanahan offense, which is all about making sure you get yards on the ground. Now, going to the defensive side, what are your thoughts on Carl Lawson and Jermaine Johnson? Do you think the Jets pass rush is just going to really maul people this season? Um, I don't I don't know about maul, but I definitely think um, – they're going to have to be able to either at least um, keep him contained and also keep the Ravens running running backs contained too as well. This is a Ravens team that's you know very physical on both sides of the ball. They like to hit you in the mouth. They they're bullies. So I think you kind of have to really match their intensity too as well. And you know not even just Jermaine Johnson, but you know you know John Michael Myers. You know you have you know Michael Clemens. Like yeah, you you have a really deep 
you know, defensive line there for the Jets too. I think that I think is the strength of their football team. And I mean, just to say that Jermaine Johnson's not even going to start, but yeah, he's definitely going to be a factor on their defense. And I think that's a testament of what they're trying to do, and um, and also the depth that they have there with the team. So I don't think it's just about those guys. I think it's the, definitely about the whole defensive line as a whole. Just you know, it's a rotational piece there where they can rotate guys in and out and keep them fresh and hopefully try to match the Ravens' intensity. Yeah. And you talked a little bit about the Ravens. Do you think the Jets' pass rush will be able to get after Lamar Jackson? Uh, I, I mean, I think they, I think they can. Yeah, I mean, he's so elusive, so it's gonna be, it's always difficult to try to get a hand on somebody like that. But yeah, I think they have the playmakers to be able to, you know, at least, you know, make him a little nervous inside the pocket there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do. The the biggest thing I, I don't want to see the Jets do is overrun, uh, you know, Lamar and give him lanes to get running. Because boy, oh boy, you let that happen, he'll have a day. Because uh, it can it can get really rough against him. But as we continue to talk about this defense, when you heard about C.J. Mosley's contract restructure, how did you feel about it? Uh, I'm not I'm not surprised. I mean, I think he's you know he's one of your best player, arguably your best player defensively right now. So you know to be able to you know gain some cap relief that way, and you know he's going to be on the team moving forward um, at least next year, and you know maybe the year after that, then you know they can just move that money over. So I don't necessarily have you know big feelings about it. They needed to you know get some cap room. Um, you know, add some this also I mean during the season. So that was kind of the best way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's the way I looked at it. And again, thank you, Mike McCagnan, for that situation. Because boy, oh boy, but we'll see again how you know the New York Jets handle the situation going forward with his contract. But how are you? What are your thoughts about the Jets' linebacking core? Because that was another focus I think of people this off season. Just looking at it, a lot of people thought it was weak. But then when we got Kwan Alexander, he kind of shored up you know the other side of the position. So now you got Quincy Williams, Kwan, and Mosley out there. How do you feel about how we're looking there at linebacker? Uh, I think there's still a bit of some questions there. I think Quan has had some, you know, good years in the past, but I definitely think um, a lot of people would say his best years are behind him. Uh, he, he doesn't, you know, obviously think that, but, you know, he's had some good years in this league, and, you know, Robert Sala believes he can have that again. Quincy Williams has, you know, been up and down at times, and then you have C.J. Mosley, who's, I think, still playing at a relatively high level. So, yeah, I, I think it's an average group that still has a lot to prove, and, you know, but they do have um, talent on that side of the ball. Yeah. Now, when you when you look at this Jets secondary and you see Sauce Garner, what stands out to you about him the most and his skill set? Well, probably his length and just the, his ability to stay with defenders there. I saw a lot of him in college at Cincinnati, and you know, kind of a lot of his skills that he um, displayed in Cincinnati, they're kind of translating at least so far to NFL. Just being able to stay with you know, receivers there and shadow them. And, you know, that's why you end up having quarterbacks did not even, you know, attempt to throw his way through the preseason. I, obviously that's going to change um, in the pro, I mean, in the regular season, but he did a great job in the preseason and didn't get burnt there. And, you know, it was so good that quarterbacks decided to go the other way. So I definitely have enjoyed watching him and I definitely think he's in a good place. And I think that's partly why, you know, he's going to start uh, defensively for the Jets. Do you think the Jets' secondary has any glaring holes? 
Yeah, I think safety, one of the safety spots, especially with uh, LaMarcus Joyner, uh, is definitely a big question there. He missed a lot of time last year. And, you know, but prior to that, when, you know, he was with the Raiders, I know he was playing out of position there. But, you know, he definitely had some struggles there in the secondary. But, yeah, I think if that was one, that's one area I would definitely look at. It would probably be, you know, that safety, safety that second safety spot opposite Jordan Whitehead. Mm, okay, yeah, I mean, We'll see what happens going forward with LaMarcus Joyner. But, like I said, I'm so excited about Whitehead as well. I know there was a lot of talk about him, you know, having issues in coverage or people were were wondering what he was going to look like. But he came out and talked about, hey, I wasn't asked to do a lot of that, but I can do it. So I'm excited to see what he's going to bring out there. Now, Antoine, it's been amazing speaking to you. It's going to be my final question before I let you go. You've really been bringing the heat. What is your kind of preview for the game? What is your breakdown of the – the game between the Jets and the Ravens, and what is your final score prediction for the game as well? I, I won't give the score prediction because I have that in an article later on this week, so you know I'm not really okay. able to get that out. Yet. But I will just say the keys to the game are basically, you know, for the for the Jets to be able to, you know, slow down the run. If you can slow down the run and be able to contain, you know, Mark Andrews and you know Will Likely and the tight like the tight ends, I definitely think uh, that'll help the Jets defense a ton. That we're going to see how much they've improved. And offensively, no matter who the quarterback is, be able to rely on that running game, you know, don't make mistakes there and and be able to uh, make your intermediate passes there as well. So, yeah, I definitely think, you know, the Jets want to start out fast. Like, again, I talked about matching their, facility, matching their intensity early on, and I think if the Jets are able to do that, then, you know, they might be able to stay in this and have a shot to win it in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Well, listen, Antoine, it has been amazing speaking with you. It's been phenomenal. I want to thank you for coming on the show tonight. You were absolutely great. You have yourself a good night, my friend. All right. Thank you. All right. You have a good night. For those of you, man, Antoine Staley coming on and giving us some takes, man. Again, we want to thank Antoine for coming on. He's a Jets reporter and columnist for the NY Daily News. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff that he writes. Again, I want to thank him for coming on. Man, with some takes. So, Now we're going to get to discussing the Jets. We're going to start talking a little bit more about some of the moves that we have made, some of the things that we have done. Again, since the last show, the Jets signed 13 players to the Packers squad, Chris Strievler, Tariq Black, Irvin Charles, Kenny Yeboa, Chris Glazer, Grant Hermes, uh, Hermans, excuse me, Bradley Anai, Jonathan Marshall, Tenzel Smart, uh, Hamza Hamza Nezruddin, DQ Thomas, Will Parks, Calvin Jackson Jr. as well, who actually ended up getting released. Uh, we've also seen them as well. Vinny Curry is going to the, I, to the IR due to his hamstring. He's going to short-term IR, so it's going to be a minimum of four games. So then they brought in uh, Marcel Harris as well. Uh, the Jets also signed uh, linebacker Shaz Surratt and Craig James to the practice squad too. Um, then the Jets turned around and signed Connor McDermott, and then they released Knight, the running back, that we all thought was really going to be a stick for the New York Jets on the roster, which was kind of crazy. Like, we were all like, whoa. So now Ty Johnson, which is surprising, actually makes the roster here for us. It's insane, man. It's insane. (laughs) You know, we're looking at Carter, Hall, and and Ty Johnson. I don't think anybody predicted that. And then out of nowhere, the New York Jets, again, as I spoke with Antoine, restructured 
T.J. Mosley's contract, and it saved them $11.9 million uh, on the 2022 cap, and then they converted the $14.88 million of his guaranteed $16 million base salary into a signing bonus and added two void uh, two years, which allows them to prorate the bonus over five years. Um, let me tell you something. His contract will have to be addressed again next season. It's going to have to. Uh, because it increases quite heavily. It goes from $18.5 million to $21.5 million. Woo! That is crazy, folks. Whoa. I mean, you're spending money like that. It is completely insane. Mike McCagney, he's the one that did it. He's the one that did it. Boy, oh, boy. Then you also see the New York Jets held a workout for Zach Wilson at practice uh, that was closed to the media. Again, um, the the practice included him throwing and running, Uh, so just trying to check and see if that knee was okay. Sulla did come out and say that he looked good, he felt good, but they're still trying to feel things out as far as how the knee is going to respond to the situation. Again, he also came out and said that, hey, they're going to – announce whether he's going to play Wednesday. My whole thing about this, and we'll get to the lines in just a second. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. Again, Wednesday is going to be the day where they officially announce whether Zach Wilson is going to be playing in this upcoming game week one against the Baltimore Ravens. That's, uh, that's going to be crazy. It's going to be real crazy to see. Um, you know, again, I don't want Zach Wilson out there unless he is fully healthy and ready to go. At this point, it kind of puts us at that three-week mark. The initial diagnosis was two to four weeks because he was dealing with that bone bruise and all these things. So we'll see what happens going forward. I just want him out there 100% healthy when he is fully ready. I don't want him out there a second before that. Uh, if we have to put Joe Flacco out there against the Ravens, I have no issues with that whatsoever. Put him out there, allow him to do it, put this young kid at risk if we don't have to. I just, uh, I'm, I, again, the, coach, the, the Jets coaching staff has also echoed those sentiments as well. But, uh, you know, the situation is tight. It's very, very tight there. So we'll see what happens uh, with Zach Wilson going forward, and we'll see if they actually announce that he's going to play week one against the Ravens. It's going to be uh, kind of crazy to see. So, you know, we got these Ravens coming up, Lamar Jackson, we got some guys, man. These guys can get after it, let me tell you. They got some players over there, and I think he's one of the guys we're immediately going to have to figure out how to corral because uh, he, I'm telling you, once he gets running and gets going, it's going to be a long day for us. I want to see the New York Jets defense get after him, but don't overrun it. Keep your lanes, keep your pressure on him, but don't let this guy squeak out because the second that he does, boy, oh, boy will you have a long day ahead of you, okay? I do not want to see that. I truly, truly don't. So I'm very concerned about the New York Jets pass rush overrunning plays. And their wide receiver core, like guys like Bateman and DuVernay, I'm, I think we match up pretty well there with our corners. But Andrews is a guy that I'm absolutely looking forward to seeing how the New York Jets handle him defensively. Our linebacking core is going to be tested. I want to see if maybe they put a corner on Andrews, maybe we see a lot of Sauce Garner. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens, you know, there going forward there too. 
is going to be very interesting. I think he is one weapon, and you look at historically, the New York Jets have had issues covering tight ends. I think he's one weapon we're definitely going to have to look at and figure out about, uh, figure out how to stop for sure. Um, but if our pass rush can really get after it, I could really see us having some real big effects in this football game, especially if we're hassling Lamar Jackson. It's a very physical football team, too, with the Ravens. They can run the ball. Uh, Dobbins is a guy that, again, we'll see where he's at and if he's going to um, be able to, you know, go because there's been some talk about him, uh, his, his, his injury that he's dealing with as well. Uh, but a lot of people talking about Dobbins being a guy that's going to be out there week one. So we have to look at that too. He's a strong runner. The New York Jets have had issues, especially last season, uh, stopping the run. And, and I want to, because we talk about being improved, we have, to, uh, we have to stop the run because this is a team that's going to come in and run the football effectively. We play a lot of teams, you know, this year that have really solid running games. So I want to see how we're going to handle that. Now, offensively, again, I'm kind of leaning at this point that Zach is not going to play. I'm leaning more towards Flacco at this point. Um, I would be a little surprised if they announced that he was going to play week one. Again, I know that the, he's healing well, but, again, two to four weeks, I want to, you know, I think the fourth week, allow him to really heal, get everything done. I think everything will be good. Um, if he does play, I'm really looking to see what we get out of Zach. He's got to start, and, again, outside of that one you know, series that he had against, <laughs> against uh, you know, in preseason, there's been nothing else. So I wonder if he can come back and kind of cook up that chemistry pretty fast, really get going, get the offense going fast. I also want to see how LaFleur handles the situation too. If Zach does play, can you get him some easy throws? Can you get him some stuff going so that he can pick up steam pretty fast? I want to see uh, if that's something that he's going to be able to do as well. Uh, if he doesn't, and we have to go with Joe Flacco, you know, can you ensure that Joe is going to be going there, be solid? Can you cook up some things that's going to allow him to get the ball out of his hands quickly? Uh, so we'll see what happens going on there with the quarterback situation, which is going to be interesting. We'll be discussing that tonight as well, too. also want to see the New York Jets run the football effectively. This is a Ravens team that is very tough. That defense, Calais Campbell, they got Justin Houston. They got a couple other guys that really get after it as well. This is a tough football team full of strong men they play serious grown men football up there in the afc north and they're going to bring it to us so i think we have to be prepared there as well um, i want to see if this new york jets offensive line is going to be able to really win in the trenches are we what we believe that we are you know this is going to be one of the biggest tests this is the starting test this is going to be the test to see hey can you match up with some of these other teams that are going to be out there competing can you get it done uh, so we're, I want to see if this Jets football team is definitely going to be able to run the football. I want to see the usage of our tight ends. That's going to be interesting as well, too. Uh, how is he going to handle uh, C.J. Uzama? You know, Conklin, is he going to have a big impact in this game? That's a question as well. I also want to see how our, how our wide receivers are going to match up against their corners. You know, they got Peters. They got other guys as well. Again, it's looking like Peters might play uh, week one. He, he's coming off of a big injury, too. But uh, he talked about, hey, my body's feeling how he bodies feeling, he'll know when he gets out there. So a lot of people are talking about that he's going to play week one. Um, you know, they also got Humphrey as, as well out there at corner two. So I want to see, uh, you know, how our, how our wide receivers are going to match up. We talk about this wide receiver core all the time. Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, all these guys that we have, what kind of matchups, you know, are going to be out there? And can, can our wide receivers win those matchups? I think it's going to be huge to see how we handle that situation. Our offense is going to be very interesting. But I really want to see how our offense is going to respond, how our offense is going to, uh, you know, kind of 
step into the season? Because I think that was one of the biggest questions, you know, last season was this offense going forward. Again, if Zach plays, I want to see what happens. But if, if Flacco plays out there, I want to see, hey, can he hold the fort? Can we continue to move forward with him? Is he going to, you know, cost us and kind of throw us off a cliff offensively and how prepared we're going to look? So we're going to go to the lines now because I can go on forever. I had a phenomenal conversation with Antoine Staley. That was great. Um, and I just wanted to give you guys takes really quickly. We're going to get to it. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. I see all of you. BK, Christopher Cancel, NY Jets FL, Dark, everybody in there. We'll come to you folks in a second. Mr. Uh, McMoney as well. Jets Unleashed. Salutes to all the savages in the chat. I call y'all the savages because y'all are We'll get to everybody in just a second. Keep on, you know, throwing those uh, <laughs> those questions in the chat. So now we're going to get to our callers. First call I'm going to, I'm going to my guy, A. I'm going to A. Steve, you know, Jay, uh, North Carolina, hold on a second. We're going to my guy, A, first. A salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, it is time. It's time, okay? Jets, Jets uh, got this game coming up against the Ravens, man. Give me your thoughts about the Zach Wilson situation. Do you think he ends up playing? I don't think so. I wouldn't risk him so early, you know. Why take him out of the box now? We got a, we only got one game. We got a whole season to worry about. I say let him heal. Let him have a couple of good practices under his belt. You know, let Joe Flacco get his revenge game in. Let's see how this thing takes us. Okay. Okay. So now you're saying, hey, you, you want to sit Zach Wilson. No, no issues. Going forward with Joe Flacco, what are your expectations out of him week one, man? Joe Flacco, well, you know what? It's the same, it's the same thing I want from both quarterbacks, you know, all quarterbacks. I feel like we have enough talent. So just do these three things. Don't turn the ball over, you know, don't, don't play hero ball, and just take, the off, take what the defense gives you, you know. And, and we have enough talent to matriculate down the field, you know. So that's, if you do those three things, I think, you know, our quarterbacks – all our quarterbacks need to do is just don't lose us the game. That's how I feel with the talent that we have now. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have quite a bit of talent now. Again, the Ravens are a very physical team, especially defensively, man. Do you think Mike LaFleur will be able to make the adjustments if the Ravens, you know, happen to make, you know, make the defensive adjustments to us as well and are kind of figuring things out early? Do you expect LaFleur to be able to change things up? <laughs> I don't know, man. We got we got to see mm-hmm. what happens, and I really wasn't too impressed with. Um, I mean, our starting unit with the Giants, and I feel like our run game never gelled, you know. And I'm I know that's you know their first time working together, but um, you know I I think Lafour is saying you know he's known for for being a run first offense, and if that run game not working, you know your play actions don't work off of that, you know, yeah your bootlegs don't work off of that. So, I mean, they got to find a way to get the, the, the run game going. And that, that's a kind of a tough defensive front, man. They got Calais Campbell. They got uh, 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 Houston. They got some dogs over there, you know. Um, yeah. You know, this is this is where you miss a guy like Makai Becton because he consistently, you know, put people on the behinds, you know. But, um, you know, if, if they can get these double teams, I think our zone scheme relies too much on one-on-one blocking, you know. I, I don't believe in fighting fair. I believe two on one, mm. and then you climb up to the linebacker. You know, I jump people. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 go one on one. Go two on one and get up to the linebackers to get that movement. If we can do that, make that adjustment, then yeah, we can get everything else going. We get our play action going. We get you know linebackers sniffing in a box, and then you know 
do 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 a couple of drags and and and, and dagger concepts, um, you know, across the middle. That's what we've been successful at. A lot of our completions came actually over the middle of play action. So that's that's what I oh. see. You know, uh, um, uh, what we have to, you know, what what, what Joe Flacco can do. He's still got a rocket of an arm, and you know, eventually you hit those dinks and dunks, and then you know, then you you get some of those explosives after that. So you know, I hope before can put it better, but I think it all relies on a run game. Yeah. So what do, what do you expect from Conklin and Uzama in this game? Do you expect them to have a big impact now that our tight end position has been, you know, definitely upgraded? We talked about that all season. Do you expect those guys to have a big impact in this football game against the Ravens? I like Conklin, man. I mean, he's very he's a very explosive athlete. Um, I like to see, you know, what he does. I haven't seen too much from C.J. Uh, Moza. I mean, they kind of been holding him back for the preseason. So, you know, we'll see. Supposedly he's a, he's a dynamite blocker. So maybe he'll seal the edge for us on the outside runs and, you know, spring breeze hole and Michael Carter and open up everything else. So I expect, you know, Conklin to be a good mismatch, like how Mark Andrews is to them uh, in the passing game. And hopefully C.J. Uzama is that, you know, physical presence to, to open up our run game. Uh, that's why I've seen the tight ends do it. So if we get that working, then, yeah, yeah we, we got a shot. We got a shot. Yeah. So when you look at the, the defensive side, man, how concerned are you about Lamar Jackson's mobility? Do you think the Jets will be able to deal with what he's going to bring with his feet, man? Because he's, he's going to bring it. You know he is. No, I know he is, bro. That, that, that's the stuff that keeps me up at night. I, I don't envy uh, Obrich. I don't envy Salah right now. Because, I mean, if Salah had him here, I'm sure he'd be losing it. Losing it. Because um, <laughs> that, guy, that guy is, um, I don't know, man. He's a freak of nature. And you want to spy Dynamic, him, but yeah. who you spying with? Who you spying with? Yep. Like, you know, in a, in a perfect world, I'd love to see Quincy Williams just get a nice pop on him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like just cool his jets. But you made a very good point. Our our all gas no break mentality has our defensive rushes usually running past quarterbacks in our yes. pass rush. Yeah. And you do it on him, it's it's night night nurse. It's night night nurse. So I mean, I believe yeah. you got to do that mush rush. You know what I'm saying? It's like power, power, power. Close close the gap. You know, and and make him throw from the pocket, and they can beat you from there. And maybe you can add on a spy, and then it, it like I, I would probably have Quincy Williams or maybe um, Whitehead spy him. And if they get a shot to kind of shoot that gap while they kind of collapse the pocket, go ahead or layer the rush where you have, you know, one guy going up the field, one guy coming underneath. So if he if he goes up the field, you get him. If he goes underneath, the step is in the pocket, run, you get him, and have Quincy Williams right there in the middle. If he tries to square out that A and B gap, you got him. And you know. A little dose of safety blitzes every now and again, just to make a roll yes. to the left, and then you spy him. And have Quincy Williams spy him as he tries to score it out on his left hand side, and maybe knock the you know what out of him. But I mean, if you he's so good at not getting hit too, man. That's another thing. Like you see a lot of these running quarterbacks. When I saw him come out of college, I said, "Oh, this guy's not going to last." Someone's going to blast him in his mouth like RG three did, like uh, like uh, holy I did to RG three, and he'll be done. But he's smart. He gets out of bounds. He slides. You know, he does yep. things that Zach Wilson don't do, unfortunately, and uh, <laughs> and he survives it. <laughs> but I'm I'm hoping we get a real good shot. I remember 2019, Neville Hubert knocked the you know what out of him, and I was like, all right, we got him. And he kept on trucking. He's not no small guy either. He he comes with the juice and he got some size. And then yeah. if you send everyone at him, he'll pop it over to Mark Andrews. He's another guy you gotta you gotta you gotta deal with, man. That you know you, you can't just release him off the line. Our 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 DNs don't like to like how should I say chip the chip the tight end. 
you'll just force the pass mm-hmm. rusher and leave Mark Andrews open. You can't do that. You got to be very disciplined with this team. This is a very good team. You can't let Mark Andrews yeah. out. You, if I, I, would, I would put um, JFM over him on, um, on, on rundowns, abuse him, beat him up, and then on third and long, you got to chip him out and then get your pass rusher on. You know, you might not get to Lamar Jackson, but you slow him up and, and then – you can you can you know make him have to you know sit in that pocket a little bit longer before he takes off and use that invisible juice to up and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're bringing it. Hey, you're talking facts now. Before I let you go, give me your final score prediction, man. How do you think this game in, ends up week one for the New York Jets? Do they win? Do they lose? Ah, man. Yeah. I mean, I love my Jets, man, but I'm not a homer, man. I'm a, I'm a football purist, and I mean, I just feel like week one, uh, you know, maybe our O line is. Just working together for the first time. I don't know if we'll be able to put up points like that. If we play undisciplined, like like the all all gas no break mentality, which is it sounds great, but we play undisciplined sometimes. It could, it could be a hurting. So I mean, I'm just going based off of what I'm been seeing. Uh, I would say maybe 28, 13 Ravens. I hope I'm oh. wrong. I say I'm wrong. I know. I know. I, I I gotta call it like I see it, man. And I hope that's not it. And I know they're up by seven. On um, the bet lines got them up by seven points. So I mean, I mm-hmm. hope it's a competitive game. I hope it's a fun game. But I've just seen too much rigidity from from Salah's scheme, which is we're gonna fly up the field. I don't care what happens. You know, we're gonna play this spot drop zone. Just don't give up big plays, and then then you know you can't cover screens. We have problem with tight ends. You know, so if we if we come out like that, it, it could be a long day for us. But if we if we do some of the things, I, I like some of the things they did during the Giants. Though I, I gotta give credit where credit is due. Where they're playing more man match principles, you know, not just spot dropping and letting screens go off, you know what I'm saying? Not letting tight ends just kill us. So I mean, mm-hmm. there's a possibility where we can hang with these guys, but I'm not so sure if we're ready yet. We got a lot of potential on our team, a lot of young guys, but potential is just a lot of talent that hasn't done nothing yet. So I got to call it like it is. Yeah. They got they got people who've done stuff. Lamar Jackson is an MVP dude. Mark Andrews is a is an All Pro tight end. You got to respect that. So I can't just say. Yeah, we got them licked with all these young bucks who haven't been tested yet. So that's the way I see it, bro. I'm, I'm sorry to say. I, I think no, listen, know, we got something. It's your take. It's your take. Listen, hey, I want to thank you for calling in, man. You have yourself a good night. Appreciate you, big bro. All right. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. If you're watching the stream, no matter where you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Okay, subscribe if you have not subscribed. All right, hit that notification bell. Share the stream with your friends and your family across your social media. Okay, if you want to give to the stream, the Super Chat is there. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. You want to go through Super Chat, the Cash App is at the bottom of your screen. Anything that you can give is greatly appreciated to the stream. Okay, we're going to continue on. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, BK. BK, we're coming directly to you. North Carolina, Steve, Jason, we'll come to you next. This is my dude, BK, man. BK, salutes to you. My friend, all right, what's I want up? to thank you for calling in. Listen, listen, up, we are we're talking. We're, what's going on, man? First off, hold on. For those of y'all that don't know, BK, oh, he's a <laughs> He be trying to sneak around, right, but, right. you know, we see him. We see you. We see you. You can't get low yes, around sir. us. Yes, so sir. you look at this situation now. I'm, lo- I'm, I'm looking at the Jets mm-hmm. right now, man, and Zach Wilson at this point, you know, it's, They've 
tell the workout they're going to wait until Wednesday to figure out, you know, to announce if he's going to play. Give me your thoughts on that, man. Do you want to see Zach out there? Are you a guy that's really wanting to hold on just maybe a week or two weeks? What are your thoughts? Do you end up? Do you think he ends up playing in this uh, week one game? Yeah, it's a little difficult, but I don't think he's going to play, you know what I'm saying, based upon the fact that he hasn't been practicing that much and Flacco been taking all the first-team reps. So the chemistry, mm. I mean, yeah, yeah, he practiced you know, over the summer and everything with the team, but as, as of late and as of the past two and a half or three weeks, Flacco's been a guy who's been uh, practicing with the team. So that chemistry is in place right now. So I, let Zach heal up and let Flacco get to go on on September 11th. Okay, so if we're going forward with Flacco, yeah. what are you expecting out of him in this uh, week one game, man? What do you expect out of him first week of the season? I'm expecting just what uh, Gary Wilson was saying. <laughs> he throws the ball. He has commanded the mm-hmm. offense. They respect him as a leader. I'm expecting all of that. So and he can make all the throws on the field. So the main thing right now is that how LaFleur make a plan for them. To, uh, to mm-hmm. come out and make and get and get and move, get to move fast. Actually, they got to move fast on the on the, on offense when they first start when they first start on offense uh, Sunday. Okay, okay. So when we're we're mm-hmm. talking about starting fast, I hear you. That's what I want as well. Mm-hmm. I want to get some points early. How how pivotal is it for us to get the running game going? Like, is it a big deal for for Carter and Hall to really be running the rock hard in this football game? And if so, do you expect the Jets? to have over a hundred yard rushing in this game. You know, let me see here. So yeah, I, I do expect that. I'm concerned okay. a little bit about the center I'm I'm concerned a little bit about the center position. I don't think Conor McGovern he doesn't get a good push after snapping the ball. He doesn't. And that's a problem. Um so he to me is the biggest problem on over the line of that center. So we'll see and I'm and I'm and they got veterans on their side of the on, on the side of the defense. They could expose that. So we'll see how they play mm-hmm. You know, but they got enough fast running backs to hit the outside, hit the you know B gap, and and get upfield. So I expect the off the, the running game to be to be on be moving moving well on, on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. So when you look at when you talk about the you're expecting over 100 yards rushing from the Jets, I I, I want to see that as well. Again, it's a very physical football team. Calais Campbell, they got guys up front that can get after it. Now, when you look at our wide receiver position. <clears throat> Who do you expect to really have a big game, or do you expect a big game from any of our wide receivers? Do you expect Corey Davis to really go out there and handle business? You know what? I think they will. You know, they, they got a lot of depth, and, and Flacco should be able to get the ball. It really comes down to how where they start their offensive drive at. So if they start at the 30, the 35, they're going to be productive on, to me. I don't see no reason why they shouldn't, not unless, again, they don't call the right plays, or they don't make adjustments at halftime. But for the most part, they're gonna be able to get. They're gonna be able to move the football. They are. They are. They, they, their offensive line is good enough to play against their D line. So their D line is kind of old. Those guys mm-hmm. are behind them. Some of the D line guys. So I, I expect them to kind of dominate the line of scrimmage with the guards and the tackles. Now the center, that's gonna be an issue. I, I can see that right away. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but um, before the before the receivers getting getting open, the the, the running backs gonna be able to catch the ball in the backfield. Because they don't they don't play well against uh, the running back in terms of catching the ball in the backfield, and at the receiver position, I'm looking at pretty much Elijah Moore to get his. Mm, okay, and that'll be that that'll okay. be that'll be that'll be the, the 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 you know probably the recipe for moving the ball out of field and getting a score, getting scores. Okay, yeah, that's a good take. I'm looking to see what Elijah Moore is going to be able to do in this football game as well. Interested to see how Garrett Wilson 
is going to look too. This is the kid we've been talking about all off season. Some of the amazing things that we've seen from him. Now going to the defensive side of the ball, how concerned are you about Lamar Jackson's mobility, man? So the only concern I have is if they play, as the other caller said, if they play a defense where they rush up the field too fast, they'll play containment. But these guys, listen, they, they know. Looking at Lamar Jackson, you can't just do that. That's not how you win, <laughs> right? Give, by giving him opportunities to, to get 20, 30 yards a pop just running the football on his own. They're going to play containment football, and I think they'll take their – if they do rush him, it will be up the middle with the linebackers, which, is, which I think they'll have success. With, with, the, with the defense they got in the rotation, they should be able to have success against their offense. Mm-hmm. Especially with the corners that we have now, right? You know, so, yeah. Okay. So, uh, how many sacks do you expect the New York Jets to have in this game? The sacks may come late um, because, you know, it's going to be difficult. Um, you may mm-hmm. see him throw the ball away. You may see him, you know, pick up two, three yards running. But I was, I mean, maybe ten yards running the ball. I don't, I don't see him picking up twenty, thirty yards running. Lamar, that is Lamar Jackson because of the fact that I believe they'll play disciplined football. They got the veterans that understand that. So. Mm-hmm. The sacks, I would say, would be like maybe three, maybe three, maybe three sacks. Okay. Okay. Three sacks. All right. All right. Well, we'll see yeah. what happens when we're matching up. Now, my final question before I let you go, man, is uh, what do you? What is your final score prediction for this game, man? What is your final score prediction for the New York Jets versus the Ravens? They should get the win. I believe they will get the win. If the, I mean, people don't see that, but I'm looking at this roster. And their roster, mm-hmm. and I'm here, you know, I see things online with the, them predictions going to be for the playoffs. I don't see their receiving core as that strong. And looking at what we have on, the, on our corners, we should be able to hold them up. They should not be catching over 100 yards at all. Like, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be from what we have on our corners. So, with that alone, the, the main thing I worry about is the tight end. So, I think that we can get the win. I don't want to give a number out there because, you know, I really don't want I to. Need but I need a number, say I need a yeah, number. I know you need a number. Come so, on now. But I'm, what I'm gonna throw <laughs> out there, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say we get the win by like four points, three to four points. Okay. That's what I so say. what are we talking? Twenty three twenty, twenty four twenty. What are we talking? Yeah, somewhere in that range, somewhere in that range, or maybe a little bit less. You know, no, because it is the first game. Of the give season, me something, BK. Come yeah, on. I'll give, give you me something. a de- so, definite it, score. It, 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 anywhere between. Uh, 18 to 25 points between both. Two. That's what I'm going to say. So, yeah, so it's like 18, 25, so some number like that, some weird number like that. I, think. Oh, I, don't, I don't think we'll right. be a well, consistent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, 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 okay. But can, can we talk about on the low how BK was trying to evade actually giving us a score position? Come on. You know, it's difficult because you, you know you why? Gotta, you you know got to drive that car better, man. You got to drive that car you know why better. Come on, you know why it's, Come but, on. Hey, you know why it's difficult? Because you haven't seen it yet. We haven't seen You have to actually see how they move the ball to the tick tick the number. So I, that's why I say I got to win it, but I throw this out there. I, I'll say 2024. Hey, there you go. 24, now he gonna try to. Now he gonna. Now he gonna try to give us one more. Well, you, you, you know, I'll give, I'll give, I'll give you something. <laughs> oh man, you can't shift your gears. Listen, to lose BK, I want to thank you for calling yes, in. BK did take the no test problem, to problem. win. He he kind of 
kind of jacked up in the score prediction, but salute to you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right, my friend? Yes, sir. All right, you have a good one. Listen, BK trying to slide up out of here without giving us a score prediction. Come on, man. Come on. Give us a score prediction. Jeez Louise. You know what I'm saying? Come on, BK. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Come on, man. Give us a score prediction. <laughs> Salute to everybody. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy in North Carolina. Listen, this is a guy that knows his Jets through and through. Salute to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, we're talking Jets. We're talking Jets right now, my friend. Give me your thoughts about the situation with Zach Wilson. You know, do you think he actually ends up playing week one? Hey, this is Angelo from uh, Memphis. Oh, this is uh, my bad. Producer, salutes to you, Angelo. Listen, Angelo. Yeah, I heard the unmuted on my Oh, do you think will? Do you think Zach will end up playing week one? Uh, you know what? No, I think I don't know why they would come out publicly and say that. I've heard a lot of um, a lot of talk about that. Maybe they're just trying to mess with the Ravens here. But uh, I think Joe Flacco's going to start all the way. I, I don't. I don't think you risk, you know, drafting Zach number two overall. That's. Uh, you're not going to risk him to throw him out there in the first game when he's just recovered from an injury. You know, I just, it's just not worth it. And if Flacco's got the experience with the Ravens, you know, he knows John Harbaugh. Maybe that, that maybe that goes to a, a negative for uh, Flacco, but also a positive. So we'll kind of see how I, th- I like, I like to roll with Flacco this game. I think it's smart. Now, when you're talking about rolling with Joe Flacco, what are your expectations for him? What do you think his stat line is going to look like for the game, man? Well, depending on his, uh, you know, what he, what he can pick up from the Ravens, uh, you know, I, I see a more a manageable game. I don't see him just leading the team. I see uh, every every receiver getting a couple of receptions. I don't see the scoreboard lighting up. I, you know, I like to rely on our defense in these kind of matchups. But, man, after seeing what the defense looked like in the preseason, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, again, like, I was thinking our defense these past couple of years was going to be really good, and they just haven't. So um, um, I'm looking at Flacco, maybe, um, you know, 17 completions, 17 out of 30 maybe for, let's say, 220 yards, maybe a two touchdowns and interception, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we'll see what happens going forward with him now. You talked about the defense. How concerned are you about Mark Andrews, man? This is a guy that can really handle business at tight end. The New York Jets have had a history of having issues covering tight ends. I mean, what are your thoughts about him going into this game? How do you think we'll be able to handle and kind of deal with him? Well, I think I don't think so much of the player, but um, I think the fact that Lamar is going to create a lot of extended plays, and that's going to be the problem. I think, you know, the last call talking about our cornerbacks, but I mean, when you got an extended play going on, and that's what Lamar does so well, it's so hard as a, mm-hmm. as a defense to keep up with that because the guys are now unscripted doing whatever they think they need to be doing. As far as uh, Mark Andrews, yeah, I, I feel like um, I feel like Quincy Williams, Quan Alexander, C.J. Mosley, those guys are the ones that have to step up, and I feel pretty good about our linebacker group. But Quan Alexander actually um, impressed me in the preseason. and uh, But, again, when you got an extended play, it really – you catch one of those linebackers off foot, boom, Mark Andrews turns the other way, and then they're – you know, they, I, I feel like that's going to happen a lot. And I think uh, the Ravens are going to be moving the ball down the field pretty comfortably. So, it's just uh, 
you know, you look at their offensive coordinator, Greg, uh, Greg Roman, the guy's got 24 years experience. He's been the offensive coordinator for the Ravens for the past seven years. I mean, Again, you're looking at players. You're talking about players. But for me, I'm looking at coaches. You know, it's Robert Sala versus John Harbaugh. I mean, who's got the experience? Greg Roman versus uh, LaFleur. It's just that we are so inexperienced at coaching, and that's where we need to step up. I feel like the coaches need to have a game plan, make adjustments. You know, if Lamar's going to have extended plays, we need to, we need to have an answer for that. You know, and uh, it's all relying on the coaches because you can pick out certain players, but Really, it's the scheme and the uh, and the play calling that is is going to get us the win if that's if that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, and also again, when you look at this tight end position, there's other guys too outside of just Andrews. Nick Boyle is a guy that can come in and handle business. We've seen when you know guys go down that the Ravens' tight end position is is pretty strong. There are guys that can keep moving as well. Salute to how about them Jets? Also talked about uh, Isaiah Likely, a young guy that can come in too. So I think that we're going to be tested quite a bit in this upcoming game, especially with them throwing tight ends at us. So we're going to see, again, like you talked about, how the linebacker position is going to be able to react to that situation too and how our corners and safeties will see how they use that situation. Because in the past, remember, we, we were running those, uh, was it, three safety kind of looks from time to time, uh, different defenses and stuff like that. So I want to see if maybe they do something to figure out how to get a bunch of corners on the field to kind of help with these tight ends because we've seen our, our, our you know, linebacker core kind of get roasted in the past having to deal with tight ends and screens. And that's going to bring me to my next question with you. Are you concerned? How concerned are you with Lamar Jackson's mobility? And do you think that the New York Jets front will be able to get after him, man? Do you think that this pass rush will be able to maul him? Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, piggyback off my last answer, it's the extended plays and it's Lamar's ability to create something out of a broken play. You know, I'm I'm probably going to see a lot of Lamar's almost getting sacked. You know, the play call is there on the defense. We get to him, he rolls free, boom, he runs for 30 yards. It's so easy for a player like that. And that's why, really, they need to pay Lamar. That guy needs to get paid right now I think uh, I understand they have some concerns, but with a player like that, um, you know, he is going to be very hard to get to. And, and hopefully we can put some pressure on him. Um, again, Quinton Williams, you know, um, it starts with him. You know, he's the guy up front, with high draft capital. Um, he's the guy, he's got to be our Aaron Donald. He's got to be the guy in the middle. If you're going to get to Lamar Jackson, you got to get to him in the middle. Because if you get him on the outside, he, he can easily get away from that. So, but if you get him in the middle, it's a little different. You've got to close the pocket. Um, hopefully we see a couple sacks. Um, I, I don't know if I'm a big fan of the cornerback blitzes, the disguise blitzes. I mean, I feel like if you're going to do that, you better get to him. Because if you don't, you are in trouble, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. And as far as I think the last caller said about the spy, yeah, Quincy Williams, dude, he has impressed me. I like Quincy. I think he's good. He's fast. He hits hard. Um, you, you get a spy on him and, and make sure that he can't get out. I mean, all the focus has got to be on Lamar. You know, Mark Andrews doesn't have a big game if Lamar is under pressure. Uh, you talk about the other receivers. You talk about the running backs. And if you can stop the run and you put the pressure on Lamar, none of those players matter. So I think you're right. The defensive line is, is such a crucial part of a team. And uh, yep. we got the pieces up there. So um, hopefully we get a couple sacks, but again, we got to be careful with the broken plays and the extended plays, and we have to have an answer for that. So it's hard to, yep. but we got to somehow prepare for that. What are your expectations for Carl Lawson in this game? 
There you go, man. He's the forgotten one, right? Because he didn't play last year. So, you know, you talk about, we talk about Quinton Williams, but really, man, Carl Lawson, um, I think it takes a combo. I think if combo with, with Carl Lawson and Quinton Williams, if they can both somehow, okay, Carl's going to get to him, but Quinn is right there in the middle to, to, you know, stop him from moving. Um, <clears throat> but again, if, if Carl Lawson is continually getting in the backfield and Lamar Jackson is continually creating broken plays, that, that could be a problem. So if we do get to him, we got to get him. Because uh, again, like I've seen so many times, almost a sack, 30-yard play, almost a sack, touchdown, almost a sack. It's just, um, so if we do get to him, we got to have an option or a plan B of like, okay, Carl's going to, going to get to him. What if he doesn't, you know, what if he misses, there's going to be a gap on that side where Lamar's going to get over there. So again, um, a lot of pressure could create problems as far as with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. But again, mm-hmm. we got to put the pressure on him and that's it. So we, I, I, you know, sometimes broken plays are good because that leads to interceptions that leads to uh fumbles that leads to whatever, uh, you know, negative plays. But, um, I didn't really like our, how our defense looked against Philadelphia, man. I mean, well, a lot of talk about it, but I, uh, again, it's, it, it doesn't matter right now that, that let's get that out of the system and, uh, let's go forward. So Carl Lawson, let's hope, let's get a fact under his belt. Let's break that. And, uh, let's get Quentin Williams in there. So our defense, line, our defense has to win this game and I think they can do it. I think they can as well. So before I let you go, Angelo, Give me your final score prediction for this upcoming game against the Ravens, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? You know, it's always difficult doing this. I understand the last call, but you got to throw a number out, man. Come on, let's do this. Let's, do, uh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, you know, we got a really good field goal kicker now. So um, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of field goals. Let's go. Uh, I don't know, twenty-one seventeen, Jeff. Man, let's let's uh, let's go on top here. You know, I respect that, Angelo. You threw a number out there and oh, set Lord it on Jesus fire. Oh yes, I like that, Angelo. You put your name on the line right there and said, "Hey, I'm taking this and I'm taking the Jets." Thank you, Angelo, for giving us a number and a solid score prediction. Listen, Angelo, I got to slide off. I got callers. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night, my friend. All right, Jeff. Good night, sir. Thank you. Bye. All right. Listen, Angelo calling in. We'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Jason. Jason, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Jason. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, we are talking Jets. We're talking Ravens. Listen, Jason, I'm going to start on the defensive side of the football with you. How concerned are you about Lamar Jackson and his mobility, man? Are you worried that he's just uh, going to start taking off, making plays with his feet? Um, Lamar, that's his. Well, that's his no threat. Is able to run it with the with the ball. So we have to be able to make sure that even if he just thinks about winning, we're way on it. We have to cover the gaps and make sure there's no running room for him and just stop him and just get to him and hit him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at the situation, like you said as well, he's a guy that makes plays with his feet, can take off, can really get rolling. Uh, what do you think our pass rush is going to be able to do? Like, how many sacks do you think the New York Jets front is going to be able to get? 
to be honest, I think we can get four to six sacks if we're able to wow. hold Lamar for um, for just a just a little bit a split second. Hold him there can make a huge difference for our defensive line. So I think if I think we are our, our defensive line is strong enough to get that much sacks. Okay, okay. So what are you expecting out of Carl Lawson in this game, man? Well, Carl Lawson, man, he's a beast, man. I can't wait to see him in the first game of the regular season. You know, I'm going to be optimistic and say he's going to get about two to three sacks. Okay, two to three sacks in the first game. All right, all right. Look, I respect that. I absolutely respect that. That would be a great opening there for Carl Lawson. Now, when you look at the other matchups that we have there, their tight end position can get after it. Boyle, of course, you got Andrews got the young kid likely what are your thoughts about our matchups there how do you think the new york jets will be able to handle the tight end position for them well to be honest i think um besides lamar jackson i think the titans are going to be the one of the other only other options we're going to have to worry about besides running back hmm. but um to be honest i will be willing to have like have two like two defenders just guard if they only have one tight end and have, like, two defenders guard that one tight end just to make sure they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got to figure out some type of way, man. I don't know if you want to put some corners over there or do something. Now, we again, continuing on with this defense, how are you ready to see Sauce get tested in this game? Because I'm pretty sure they're going to go after him. How do you think he's going to be able to react to some of the things that are thrown at him from the Ravens? Well, you know what? I'm I'm not worried for the kid, man. No one has targeted. I don't even think that might. I don't think they're even going to be able to want to target him. I um with mm. Bateman, Bateman switches sauce. That's the best receiver. That's a nightmare for them. I I'm expecting mm. them not to even try to even go for sauce this whole game. You know, my expression is that they he's gonna be targeted zero game. I mean, zero times this game. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, man. So when you look at you know, their running game as well. Are you concerned that they'll rack up yards on the ground? Because we saw last season, New York Jets had issues stopping the run. Do you think that this is a year where we kind of will be able to shut that down? Because they have a strong running game there. Yeah, though, all these, that was our weakness last year. And hopefully if this is, if we're going to have a good one, we have to show we're able to stop the one. So this is going to be an interesting matter for the Jets. It could get ugly quickly if we can't stop the one. Yeah. Yeah. So going over to the offensive side of the ball with you, if Flacco ends up starting, what are your expectations for him? Well, um, with Flacco, you know, from the, from what I see for practice, we know what we get for him. Um, he will he will have one bad play that probably will show an INT in there. But you know, he he can handle that. He can manage it. Um, he can, he's a good as a backup perspective. He is a he's good. It just suck that he might have an INT in a game. Okay, okay. And my final question for you, as far as going on with this team, man, is do you expect a New York Jets wide receiver to have 100 yards in this game? And if so, who do you think it'll be? Ooh, that's going to um, – you know what? It's all about matchups. Can our matchups be better? Can, we, can our matchups be able to beat their matchups? Um, it's going to be a tight game, you know, and um, I, if I had to guess which wide receiver would be able to do 100, I think Moore would be the one to be able to be the wide receiver to do that. 
Okay, okay. Elijah Moore, a lot of people picking him, man. A lot of people picking him to be the guy that could break 100 yards in this football game. Now, give me your final score prediction, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Uh, it's hard for me because I don't know which way this is going to go. But like I said, it could Come go either now. very bad so quick or it could be a mm-hmm. good game. Uh, prediction, prediction, prediction. Um, hi, I think I got a prediction. I would say it would be 13-16 Jets. Okay, 13-16 Jets, all right. Look, I respect that take. You gave us a number. Okay, 13-16. I'll take it. I'll take it all day. Listen, Jason, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good night, my friend. You too, my man. Have a wonderful night. All right, you have to go. Listen, people calling in, they're giving their takes. Again, we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Okay, we're taking all callers. Next, we're going to continue to get to these lines. You know what I'm saying? We're going to continue to go on. Again, please give the stream a thumbs up no matter where you're watching me from. Also, subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hit that notification bell so that when I post content, you folks will be in the know, all right? Also, if you want to give to the stream, the Super Chat is there. If you don't want to give to the Super Chat, uh, the Cash App is at the bottom of the screen as well. Anything you give to this, to this platform is greatly appreciated, all right? It is. It's greatly appreciated. So we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in next. I'm going to my guy, Steve. Steve, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Steve, we got a lot to talk about, all right? You got a lot of things moving and shaking with the New York Jets, a lot of things happening. Zach Wilson looking like he's done a workout maybe could end up playing. Do you think, again, the announcement is going to come Wednesday as well, do you think Zach Wilson will be our starter week one? Hey, Joe. Well, first of all, thank you again for having me on your show, man. It's always great to talk to you, man. So thank you very much. Absolutely. So so I am happy that now that he's feeling a lot better and, and and he should be medically clear to go. However, though, Joe, I think this would be okay if he just sits out this week, just let him heal up a little bit more so he can get ready for the following week. I would think, I mean, here's the thing. If Zach Wilson is ready to go, then let's do it. But you know what, though, Joe? I would just let him sit another week and let Flacco play this Sunday. Mm, okay. So you want to go and keep everything safe, which is understandable, right? There's a lot of people that want to go with Flacco as well. All right. If Flacco does start, how many yards and touchdowns do you think he gets in this football game? You know, you know. Listen, I think if if if, if he's going to win us this game, he's got to get at least over two hundred yards and at least two to three touchdowns passing. Ooh, okay. So when you're talking about throwing for all those yards, who do you think will be our leading receiver in this game? Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Braxton Berrios. Who do you think I, it is? I think it's going to be more. I just have a feeling that I think Elijah Moore is going to have a big game. But now, Joe, now we got to talk about our opponent this Sunday. It's opening day at MetLife Stadium, Sunday 1 o'clock. We're home against the Baltimore Ravens. You know, listen, mm-hmm. I 
actually really, really want to give you my thoughts on Lamar Jackson, and I want you to give me your thoughts about Lamar Jackson. Listen, here is my thing about Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson, Joe, is a phenomenal athlete. I think the way how he runs the ball really well, I'm very, very impressed with his athleticism. But I'm going to tell you one big concern about Lamar Jackson, and this might shock you, that guy at times cannot throw a football. I've watched him in games before, Joe. I don't know about that. When he throws a football, Joe, there are a time where he is inaccurate with his passes. Listen, I understand a couple of years ago he was the MVP a couple of years ago, but the only reason why he was the MVP that year was because of his athleticism. Listen, that's just my opinion about Lamar Jackson. I don't agree. I mean, listen. I don't agree there. I don't I don't agree, Steve. I really don't. I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, Lamar Jackson is Peyton Manning or something like that, right? He's still a guy that's growing. But to think that Lamar Jackson is simply just an athlete and he can run and that's it will get you cooked. It will absolutely get you. Because, again, when you look at the Ravens as well, the Ravens, one of their biggest issues is their lack of actual weapons, right? They tried to get, bring in guys like Hollywood Brown and all those guys. He doesn't have a lot of receiving threats as far as, like, at wide receiver. Well, but that's how yeah, you no. Mark Andrews. Hold on a second, Steve. Mark Andrews, Nick Boyle, those guys like that. Let me tell you something. Those guys can move and make plays. And not only can they move and make plays, you also have to look at their running game, too, that really helps them. Their backs come out the backfield. They can catch the football, whether it be Dobbins, whether it be – uh, I think that Mike Davis is another guy that they have too. They, I believe they have, uh, uh, you know, other guys as well, like Justin Hill. I think they might have Drake too now still. But those guys can come out the backfield and catch the football. So I think just thinking that Lamar Jackson is some freak athlete that just runs around and can't throw the ball will get you destroyed. He absolutely can throw the ball, and he can make things happen from the pocket. So I think the New York Jets are going to have issues there. And I think one of the biggest issues is, making sure that they do not overrun the play. Because if you overrun the play and he's able to just get outside and keep a play alive, he can go out there and play background football and chuck a football downfield, and it will easily end up, you know, costing you six right there. It will easily end up costing you a TD. Lamar Jackson, I'm telling you, he is deadly. Again, he's deadly with his feet, but he's a guy that can throw the football in this league as well. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, the thing – I mean, listen, that's just how – I feel about Lamar Jackson. I think that's one of the key things. One of the key things we got to do against Baltimore this Sunday. We have to put the pressure on Lamar Jackson. We have to put pressure on him. And I think that we finally have, like, the pass rush that we need. And, I mean, because we haven't seen that pass rush for a very, very long time. But I have a feeling now that we finally do have it. But the thing is, Joe, He doesn't have a good receiving core. I do agree with you on that. My biggest concern is when he does throw the football, his biggest target is Mark Andrews. I Mm -hmm. think Mark Andrews, without a doubt, I think is Lamar Jackson's best offensive playmaker on that team. And and, and let me tell you, I think think Mark Andrews is phenomenal. I I think he's one of the best tight – I mean, I'm not going to say he is the best tight end in the game, but he is one of the best. And and listen – the Ravens' biggest thing on offense is their running game and their tight end. That's their biggest thing. And the other thing going into the game is, uh, in order for us to win, whoever is quarterbacking with the, on Sunday, whether it's Wilson or whether it's Flacco, they got to play a clean game. Don't be like the hero ball 
football, you know. I mean, listen, it is the first game of the season. I'm excited. I'm also nervous as well. But we're going to see what happens this Sunday, Joe. Yeah, yeah, we are. Now, you talked a little bit, you know, just about things that we were going. You kind of wrapped it up about our defense there and how we handle business. But what are your expectations from Carl Lawson? Because this Ravens offensive line can be – some people consider them a little suspect. You know what I'm saying? Well, they got Ty, they got Linderbaum up front. They got Morgan Moses there at right tackle. Stanley, I think I believe he's questionable at this point. I think he's dealing with, like, uh, an ankle injury right now. So I heard he what are your thoughts about that, man? Yeah, I mean, Stanley's not going to be 100% because obviously he mm-hmm. was – Apparently, they just announced that he just came off the PUP list. I mean, recently, mm-hmm. I think starting off the starting off the season, the Ravens are not going to have one of their best defensive players. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Titus Bowser. I think he's mm-hmm. on the PUP list right now. So he mm-hmm. might be missing the first four games of the season because since he's there. So, Joe, if, if the Ravens' offensive line has issues, I mean, listen, Ty Lindeblom was a player that I, I at first wanted back in the draft back in April. I mean, he ended up going to Baltimore. I mean, that's going to be his start. You know, listen, maybe our Jets starting defense could give Lindenblom a tough, a, tough, a tough time because, you know, it's a rookie making his NFL debut at the center position. You know, and you know something, listen, it is the first game of the season. We're going to see what happens this Sunday. You know, it's exciting, though, for Jets football to be back. So, can't wait. Yeah. So, Steve, give me your final score prediction for this game, man. You know, I know that a lot of NFL analysis are picking Baltimore to win this game because, listen, obviously Baltimore technically is supposed to be the better team than us. But I'm going to say something right now, Joe. I think this Sunday we make a statement. I think Mm. we're going to make a statement this Sunday against Baltimore, and and since we are at home, I'm going to give the Jets a 24-20 victory. Mmm, okay. All right, 20-24, that's what Steve is saying. Listen, Steve, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Thank you for your score prediction. You have a good one. All right, good, man. Go, go Jets, man. All right, bye-bye. Listen, Steve calling in with some takes. He gave us a score prediction, all right? Listen, this has been phenomenal, man. I'm going to give you guys my take on this game. I'm, when I look at this game, I think there's, um, there's going to be some interesting matchups here, very interesting. And I'm going to start along the defensive side. I'm looking, and we all talked about this constantly, right? We talked about our pass rush. We talked about all this stuff during the offseason, and we, we played the Giants. We were like, okay, our pass rush is real. These guys were getting after this. They were handling business. I want to see if we can do some of the same things against these Ravens. I want to see. Again, the Ravens have their very physical football team. They play grown men football up there in the AFC North, okay? I want to see if we're going to be able to go up there and really give it to the Ravens like we should. We're playing at home, right? It's going to be time for us. The season opener, everybody's going to be fired up. Can we go up and handle business at home? Can we do that? All right? Can we, can we show people, listen, this is our house. We're going to make sure that when you come here, you're going to have big problems. I want to see. All right? 
Now, I'm expecting Carl Lawson to have a day, man. I, I really think that this guy, again, he's been fired up, amped up, couldn't wait to get on the field again with Stanley, dealing with that, that ankle injury as well. Uh, we'll see how he's looking. Um, but I'm telling you, I think Carl Lawson is a guy that's going to eat. I think Quentin Williams is also a guy that we've talked about in the past, too. Quentin Williams is a guy that I think is going to come out and show us something as well. He knows, hey, this is going to be the put-up-or-shut-up year for him. Um, so I'm expecting a lot of havoc out of him. Again, Jermaine Johnson, um, other guys that we have as well uh, along our defensive line. I'm thinking, man, that we're going to be able to get some pressure on Lamar Jackson. I really, really do. Um, the only thing, that, again, that I'm concerned about is us just overrunning guys and leaving lanes open. We saw that, honestly, against the Giants. There was times where Lamar or uh, Tyrod Taylor, excuse me, uh, was able to kind of scoot out for a couple yards because guys were, <laughs> were running past him. Now, we hit him a bunch of times, but there was some plays where, you know, he was able to move out and kind of take off. So I just want to make sure that we don't do that because with a, with a guy like Lamar Jackson, I'm telling you, you'll have a long day if you do something like that against him. And again, I think a lot of people are looking at him and just thinking, hey, you know, he's a runner. He's an athlete. That's kind of all that he brings to the table. And I'm telling you that that is not so. He's a guy that can throw the football as well. There's a reason why a lot of people regard him the way that they do in this league. And I'm looking at that situation, and I'm saying that this is definitely going to be a test for our secondary too. Now, again, the Ravens' weapons at wide receiver aren't like something that's going to knock you off you know, your, your back porch, you know, uh, Bateman, Duvernay, those guys, like, uh, I think they have, like, Wallace. Those guys are not going to kill you. But when you look at that tight end position with Andrews and Boyle and Likely and Oliver, these are guys that can come out in these big sets and create some matchup issues. And I'm looking to see, we talk about the players and we talk about all that, I'm looking to see how the coaching is going to handle it. You know, is Sulla going to make sure that these guys, Sullen Overage, are they going to make sure that these guys are fully prepared and ready? Are they going to make the adjustments when the Ravens come out and try to throw some of these sets that they're going to throw at us? And I also think one of the big things as well, we talk about Lamar Jackson and him running with his feet. We talk about the receiving stuff, but the running game, the Ravens calling card is they run the football hard and heavy. Now, again, Dobbins at this point is supposed to be playing. That's, that's what they're saying now. So if he does step out there and he's out there, listen, we got to make sure we corral to this guy because he can move. He really can. He can also come out the backfield and catch the ball, so we got to look out for that. you got Mike Davis as well out there. So they're, they're a team that can run the football really well, and the New York Jets struggled last season against the run. Can we clean that up going forward? Is this the game where we set the statement where, hey, you're not just going to come against the New York Jets and take off running against us. You're not going to beat us up up front. You're not going to break our wheels. No, we're going to submit you. We're going to make sure that you – are the, are the people that are getting burned on the end. So I want to see how the New York Jets uh, place up against the run. Now, offensively, it's going to be extremely interesting as well. I'm kind of, again, leaning that Zach Wilson is not going to play. So if he doesn't play, and that's kind of what I'm expecting right now, uh, I want to see how Joe Flacco handles this situation. Again, the Ravens can also bring pressure defensively. Um, you know, Bowser is going to be out in this game, but they got Calais Campbell. They got Justin Houston. They got Pierce. They have guys that can handle business. So we still have to be able to hold up. I want to see this offensive line is going to look like, especially, again, with Dwayne Brown being out there. A lot of people just saying, hey, he's a veteran. Everything should go well. Listen, we've got to see that out there in live action. And, again, this offensive line, especially with Makai Beckton being gone, as a whole, you know, hasn't had much time to jail. Now they're throwing out there, like, week one, can they jail quickly? 
and ensure that, you know, things don't go off the rails, especially if Joe Flacco's back there because he's a statue. He's not a guy that's going to take off and run all over the place if pressure gets in his face. It's also going to be interesting to see the New York Jets wide receiver core out there. All right? <laughs> About to have our guys out there go out there and handle business. Again, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Braxton Berrios. Listen, I want to see if a New York Jets wide receiver can get over 100 yards in this football game. And the guy that I think is going to be able to do it, I think it's going to be Elijah Moore. I'm expecting some things out of Corey Davis, too. I'm going to see him really start his bounce-back season in this game as well. I think he's a guy that's going to get quite a bit of targets. But I'm expecting some big things out of Elijah Moore in this game because of the way I think he's going to be utilized, kind of moved around in that slot, using that kind of that X factor to the offense. So we're going to see there. And I also want to see how the New York Jets run the football as well against the Baltimore Ravens. I think that's going to be really big for us, getting the running game going. Because, again, once we get the running game going, other things will open up behind that. We won't be one-dimensional. That was our biggest issue last season was we were very easy to defend. You just stacked the box, we couldn't run, and then we, they were just teeing off on our quarterbacks. And this season will not be that way if we can run the football effective again with Brees Hall and Michael Carter. So my final score prediction for the New York Jets against the Ravens, we're opening up at home, MetLife, baby, you know what I'm saying? I am going to take the New York Jets to beat the Baltimore Ravens 24-21. I am taking the New York Jets to beat the Ravens. I am, and I, I want to know what y'all think about that, all right? 24-21, I'm taking the Jets. We also started a poll as well. We're going to end it right now. Started a poll, man, and we're going to see what's going on <laughs> with everybody, all the savages. The savages, I asked them, hey, do you think the Jets will beat the Ravens to start the season? And 60% of the savages said yes. 60% said that they thought the New York Jets would beat the Baltimore Ravens. All right. You heard him. <laughs> Folks, so now we're going to go ahead and close out the show. This has been a phenomenal show. Cannot wait to see this game, Jets, Ravens, so much to discuss. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shameless to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. All right, follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. <laughs> at all times, I'll have that Vera Tucker jersey on. All right? I will. Okay? Listen, Vera Tucker, we saw him dominate last season. Now we're moving him to the right side. Him and George Fant, I think we'll see him dominate this season as well. So, uh, you know, please, you know, go ahead and follow me or follow you right back. And, uh, you know, troll, I'll be under that bridge with that jersey on. I'm just letting you know again. I'm also on YouTube as well. Go on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Hit that subscription button. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And if you don't troll me, no issues. Go ahead and get in those comments, and we'll go back and forth on there as well. 
All right. Show's page on Twitter as well is at the Long Beach Joe. And as always, people, when I see you in person, because I will eventually, when I see you in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for listening, okay, and calling in. Without you folks, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to call into the show, to listen to the show, to comment on the show, all right? You folks are the absolute best. The absolute best, all right? You folks have a good one. Peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.